This is Healers Helping Healers Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I am here, and we're going to begin in just a moment to just have our ducks in a row here to make sure that we are able to connect with everything here. All right. Awesome. Okay, here we go. <laughs> we had to do some uh, kind of finagling here with our internet system. So hopefully you are still with us. I am Kira Schaefer. I am the co-founder of Holistic Speakers Guild. And I am so incredibly happy and grateful that you are here to take a listen to this because it's absolutely 100% true and it is absolutely 100% 1,000% that you can actually get the same results as well. And we've got Todd with us on the line. And Todd, are you there? Yes, I am. Awesome. <laughs> Great. And Todd, tell us a little bit about yourself. What What is it that you, you've discovered, basically you've discovered a system that helps people to consistently sell large packages of holistic things. But tell us a little bit about yourself first. Well, I am, uh, <laughs> my name's Todd Schaefer, and I am a big fan of your show, first and foremost. Um <laughs> Thank it's a you. really great Thank show. You. I mean, I've listened to I think almost every episode, and I'm I'm hooked. I'm totally hooked. Um, but yeah, uh, I just uh, I am a um, sort of a jack of all trades. I, I I think I started out doing like life coaching for people, and then uh, once I moved to Arizona, I primarily did hypnotherapy and emotional change work therapy for clients um, through. Um, our business, Arizona Hypnotherapy Clinic. And that's where I developed um, uh, the uh, the uh, sales system where I made $250,000 in the first two years. And for me, um, you know, that bit, you know, we, we closed the doors on that business a couple of years ago, but I really feel that um, I've, I've felt for ages since then that I wanted to give people specifically holistic business owners tools for selling and for leveling up their business. Um, so yeah, I'm just, you know, somebody who's passionate about helping holistic business owners essentially. And so this is, uh, this new system I've been working on has, has been my baby for the last, last couple of months. And um, I'm totally, totally excited about about sharing it with people. Yeah, you you were mentioning, and by the way, in case y'all haven't figured it out yet, but Todd and I are married, <laughs> and we created uh, Arizona Hypnotherapy Clinic together. We also created Holistic Speakers Guild together, and everything has been very successful. What we've what we've done over the last 
seven years that we've been in Arizona, and it's been quite a journey. It's been a journey because we did it all wrong. We did it all wrong to begin with. It took us about a year to just figure it all out. And if you are in that place where you're still trying to figure it out but can't, then there is a process that can be used. Now, I'm not going to go all the way into that process, and I'm just going to be straight up honest with you because there is so much to it. But once you learn it, it is incredibly easy to continue to duplicate and and do it consistently over and over and over again. I promise you we would not have made one stitch of money if it had been left up to me (laughs) because I did not. I was not able to figure this out. And even on a bad day, once once I learned this with, with Todd and we got those consistent results, it, it transformed everything. And if the bottom line isn't money for you, I'd say the bottom line is that you want to help people. Those people still need to be able to own their healing and need to be able to 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 know that you are valuable. Now this is this this is the catch to it, right, Todd? Is that people do need to pay for their healing or they may not value it or they may not do that work that you're asking them to do because it's like, oh well this is free. I didn't really need to you know, I don't need to do my homework or whatever. You know, I can blow it off. What do you what do you think about that? About not doing homework? Yeah, just about everything that I just said. As far as <laughs> um, charging, charging for your services and, and letting people own their healing, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, part of, I think, the most important thing when it comes to, to, um, to sales is getting clients to get on board and get accountable with the work that you're trying to do with them. And... Um, you know, when you conduct a proper intake assessment, you can actually qualify your clients appropriately, um, and that helps to weed out dud clients, and it helps to bring out the best and the good clients and help them to really realize why why they are there. Um, and then you can essentially um, posture them and work with them in a way that is beneficial to you and to them. Um, so is that kind of what you were looking for there? Sure. Yeah. And one of the thing, your program is called authentic. It's for authentic selling. It's not for some kind of schmarmy, you know, used car salesman type of, of mentality. It's, it really is authentic. Every single sale that we have ever done has been out of pure integrity and pure love for the development and help of the person. Can you talk a little bit to us about authenticity and, and why that's important, and how we can kind of do that in our sales. Great question. Yeah, authenticity is completely important because um, if you are a healer or holistic business owner um, like myself, then you're one of the hang-ups you probably have with um, worthiness, like most of us do have that thing, um, is, you know, if I show up out there, am I going to be seen as a fraud um, am I worth enough to be able to charge appropriately to my for my services uh, and things like that? And what I've found personally is that 
as a holistic business owner myself, I, and as an INFJ, if you're familiar with Myers-Briggs, I'm an INFJ. So that just means intuitive feeler, essentially. Um, that means that, you know, a, a lot of the resources that are out there, I fit only, I, I feel only fit me part of the way. Um, so I've garnered what I've, what I've been able to from the different things that I've found out there and everybody's trying to sell something obviously, but are they really targeting me? And the answer has usually been no, they're not always targeting me because I've had different goals than, than other people. You know, I like to have meaning with my work. Um, I like to truly be of service to people and build a connection with people. Um, I, I like to uh, be successful and make money but as long as it's in complete integrity with who I am, I'm never going to um, make a sale for the sake of me winning and somebody else losing in some way. You know, a, a spiritual solution is a win-win situation for you and the client. Um, you know, and you want those good experiences because you want good reviews from clients, you want referrals and that kind of thing. So authenticity is doing all of that. It's it's um, being fair to yourself and it's being fair to other people. And I think we're, as healers, we're willing to bend over backwards for other people, um, but, but we don't always have the same attitude for ourselves. Are we really willing to sort of bend over backwards to honor ourselves, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it, it takes a certain amount of selfishness, and I, and I don't mean selfish in the old, wor- old word sense, I mean, self-ish, self-ish, selfish, you know, be catering to yourself, be loving to yourself. Um, because if you don't have a firm sense of self and your worth, then, um, and, you know, then you're just going to experience that many more roadblocks um, and obstacles as you, as you get into business. You know, we can all say that we want to be successful, and we do, and we make our, we take our steps, and we make our progress. But, but no matter what we haven't yet resolved, whether we are aware of it or not, in our own self worth, uh, the more we are going to just have those classrooms play out as clients approach us and we work with them. You know, we're going to have to figure it out one at a time. So, authentic selling means finding out what's, you know, what's real in you and what's real about the client and um, dismissing the stuff that isn't formulated for you. It, it doesn't work. It's getting the ego out of the way and it's designed to truly connect with clients in a way that they hope you'll connect with them on, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 it's for, it's authentic selling is a way of approaching people so that, a, you don't feel like you're actually selling and and you're connecting instead. And B, they're wanting what you've got by the time you're done speaking with them. They feel cared about uh, by the time you're done speaking with them. And, but, and they want to buy and want to step forward after you've properly done your intake with them and postured them. They want to move forward with you by the time it's time for you to offer a sale. You know, okay. if you if you've qualified that client uh, pr- properly, so authenticity is is all those things. It's it's coming from your best self. It's being transparent. It's not manipulating. Um, it's it's taking all of what who you already are 
and it's essentially not trying to put a round peg in a square hole kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. or excuse me, a square peg in a round hole rather. <laughs> um, uh, you know, why try to do that? I've done that. I've I've done. I I am the square peg, and every when I've tried to build a business, all those solutions out there are are round holes. So, yes, I've been able to be successful doing that, but ultimately it started a fire and a passion in me to want to extend what I've learned to other people. So I said to myself, well, shoot, why don't I just, why don't I just create a square hole so that all these other squares out there will be able to fit right into this square hole. In other words, this authentic selling uh, to clients thing that I've created, uh, this course that I've created is designed for people who are healers, who do feel their way through things, who who know how to sense incongruencies uh, with other people uh, and or themselves and use that to their advantage and their benefit instead of just snuffing it out um, and, you know, trying to bolster, you know, your toughness uh, and, and trying to power through things. Well, that's not, that's only that's doing things halfway when you have so many more faculties, you know, so let's embrace all of you, bring all of you to the table and leverage what you, what you do best while supporting your self-worth, emphasizing the good things, de-emphasizing the things that you shouldn't be doing. And really the result is just you being a clearer prism of light um, so that you can shine more easily. You can sell effortlessly and people are more inclined to buy from you. Because when you don't have any obstacles in yourself and your own self-worth, it's, it's so much easier to just shine. You know, when you know what to say and, 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 what, and what sequence to read your client and guide them along, well, it, it can avoid so many darn pitfalls. So mm-hmm. authenticity is, is really doing a self-check on doing this, in a way that's helping me and the client, or am I doing this in a way that's sabotaging me and the client? And and I would get, venture to say that a lot of healers, holistic business owners don't know the difference or they're at various stages of knowing the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so, I mean, creating this course that I've created um, is a huge leap forward. And it's, it's the thing that I'm most excited that I've created yet. I mean, nobody's, I mean, it's not officially out there yet, but it will be soon. Um, but I, I, I can't tell you how excited I am about it um, before I created it, during my creation of it, and after, because I've just been in my vortex excited as hell about it um, because it's been, it's, it's been so much fun and so necessary, and um, I've enjoyed it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know, and that's that's been the that's been a constant with you. Is then I just feel like I'm completely in the vortex. That's what you say all the time. You know, say, how are you doing? You know, with the the project, and it's I'm in the vortex. I've been in the vortex, and if anybody doesn't know what the vortex means, it it comes from Abraham Hicks, and it's about just being in, in complete bliss and flow and creative energy. And, and he would say, I'm in the, I'm in the vortex with, from the beginning, from the middle, and from the end. And right. so there's, there's nothing 
that feels like a hindrance, nothing feels hard. And even just as you're speaking, I can hear you being in the vortex with it and being right. in this this passion and this this um this integrity with it, which which right. to me says that it's not ours, that it's it's something that is is coming through you to be had by all because people right. People do need this, and I think that that's one of the biggest things that I hear from folks is that they have a difficulty. They, they might get the folks in, but they can't help them know that they that it's them that they need, and that's one of the one of the biggest challenges. And so you know they'll come, they'll do a one and done kind of thing, and then they'll leave, and and they're they're not necessarily any better. And when they got there, because they somehow may have, have the the client could potentially, because their pain can be so cunning, to to take that power away from from the healer, from the practitioner, because healers weren't created as salespeople. You guys right. were you came to this this endeavor with an open heart and being in the flow and allowing in that energy and allowing things to flow through you, you came to it with that. You didn't come to it with business skills, a lot of you, maybe not all of you. Some of you might have come from the corporate world, but then you still have to try and figure out, okay, how do I translate that into my practice? And I think that that's something that that this program helps you with. It helps you retain your clients. It helps you have that um, accountability of that sale with them so that they can't use their ego cunning to kind of, okay, well, I came here, my soul brought me here, but now my ego is going to try and talk me out of being here. And it doesn't need much because, you know, our egos can be pretty powerful and, and shift that power position and then take you out of the driver's seat, put them back in, so they don't have to face that pain or that discomfort or that leading edge that they came to you for. And that's something that I, I think that this program actually helps you to manage much, much better. I know that when Todd taught me this system years ago and and they were I would do it I would do it wrong. They would get right back into my power seat and I would go, ah you know, and I would lose them and, and th- there is something to be said about it's okay. If it's meant to be lost, it's it's good. It's fine. But then there's other times where it's like, no, I, I really feel like I'm supposed to help this person. And they're wiggling away. And and being able to see that difference and then, then say, no, 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 my self-worth is much stronger. My God in me, the self-worth in me is much stronger than your fear of wiggling out because of a price tag because I said the wrong thing, because I, you know, I'm asking you to step up now and into your power, that kind of thing. So, so before you kind of go into, well, you know, the universe is going to bring to me the people and the universe is going to decide what people I'm supposed to work with and they'll pay me or they're not. I'm going to invite everyone to kind of step out of that a little bit, not take it away completely, but maybe look at it in a different way. What are some of your thoughts on that, Todd? Am I completely off base, or do you feel any truth in, in that? <laughs> yeah, you you really hit it um, really well um, because because the course is actually designed 
to, um, you know, I know that you haven't gone through it yet, but I've shared parts of it with you at the time of this recording, rather. Um, uh, the course does, as I hear you talking, um, I I am reassured because I know that some of the points where as healers are learning this, this curriculum, where they're likely to fall off the wagon, and I have set, like, safety nets in place along the trail that they that they travel down um, when they're doing this course um, and that is like price points it's everything you just said it's it's setting price well I know that price point setting is a hard thing for some healers who don't know their worth so I've included a whole bonus section about price pointing um, uh, people uh, dealing, dealing with people who are on the fence there's a section that deals with how to how to deal with people on the fence, um, and to and to retain your posture while you're doing it. In other words, um, I'm not going to coach you in the program to go after that person if if my experience says it's not the right thing to do. You know, um, you 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 make it easy for them to an extent, but you don't bend over backwards to the point to where it's hurting your boundaries. And there is a huge emphasis on uh, on healthy boundaries um, in the uh, in the uh, course in the curriculum. There's a whole module on self worth for, for holistic but business owners. So it really dives in deep, um, targeting the pain points that healers are currently dealing with um, from these different angles of of self worth and um, uh, self worth and you know how to how to focus on the on selling and um you know what to focus on when you're selling what types of questions to ask um and and that kind of thing so yeah i think you i think you definitely hit on it and it really is a nice uh, validator as it were yeah it's so important because if we want to truly change the world I had a mentor once, or, well, I take mentors as they come into my life. They don't necessarily know that they're mentors. But I had someone say to me, he said, as I was trying to learn this idea myself, because, you know, there was definitely that spiritual part of me that was saying, have all, give all, to all, just give it away, you know, and give myself away, you know, (laughs) Because And it wasn't because necessarily that I am so amazingly giving. It was more because I was afraid to ask for what I deserve as a time, uh, money for my time. It's money for my time. It's money for my expertise. It's not money for me to change everything about how you feel about yourself, right? That just can't be it because if that's the thing, then then that's there's no there's no guarantee if that's a god size problem not a cure size problem so when i was in the process of learning this and having the these fears these limited money belief fears i had a gentleman say to me who was a millionaire millionaire and he was like okay hold on because i was i was trying to defend my limitation I was trying to defend my limitation and my weakness that, that was in me that had not yet developed because that's what we do sometimes. We will defend our limitations. And as I was defending, he was like, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute and stop. 
if you have something, somebody coming to you because they want to commit suicide, that's like the big, you know, end all be all, right? I don't necessarily believe that's true, but, but yeah. And he said, this is not only going to affect that person, but it then creates a belief in his family dynamic, which I have seen this to be true, that there is suicide in our family, that, that people in our family kill themselves, that there's a depression in our family that, that will take people out. And so it affects ancestrally what happens along the way, not to mention it, the grief, the shame, the guilt, all the things that are involved. And he said, if you, if, if it came down to it, and all you had to do was ask for the value that you're providing that person, how does that change, about, how does that change for you? How does that change in you? It's like, oh, hell yeah, I'll ask. I'll, if, if it means that, that I can work with them, they're going to value the, the stuff that I'm giving them because they're paying me, because they're being accountable to their investment, then yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm willing to work on it. It just shifted in me that quickly. And, and, and that might not be the thing for you guys that are listening that shifts your mindset completely. It might be something else. But do not defend your limitation. Don't defend it anymore because it's, it only creates that, uh, a deepening of that lack consciousness that doesn't have to be there. You are, you are better than that. And I say all that to say, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, Todd. <laughs> That's good. Uh, um, but but to, to understand that you might have limiting money beliefs that are being disguised as, I just want to serve everyone. I want to, and, and there's a difference. There's a difference between somebody that's just genuinely charitable and, and that kind of thing and those who are defending a position. What do you think about that, Todd? People who want to heal everyone versus people who are defending a position? Meaning, um, how about we, I'll just make it more simple. Limited money beliefs when it comes to authentic selling. How, do you, how would you help someone to kind of um, see past that or shift that or maybe just consider a different point of view? What, what are your suggestions there? Um, I did I, I did cover that quite a bit. Um, I'm just trying to think of what morsel to pick out. Um, I think well, I think I think you have to be willing to give up where you're at in order to in order to get better too, you know. Um, like one of the one of the self analysis questions that I ask people in the course uh, in the program is um, if you feel stuck in your business um, if you feel a block somewhere um, stop take some quiet time and ask yourself what is it that I'm afraid of because I promise you the only reason you're not letting it it in is because of two reasons that are kind of the same reason like part A and B one part 1a you're not letting it in because um you don't feel uh worthy of it um or you're, excuse me you're getting you're getting something out of where you're at instead 
Uh, and if you're getting something out of where you're at, then there isn't much incentive to grow past that. Um, and then part B um, would be they are I'd say just not feeling not feeling wor- worthy of it, um, not being willing to uh, address a new belief about ourselves. We're getting into some deep stuff here as we talk about it because that belief in unworthiness goes so far deep. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of something, I think it's something that a lot of people mis- mistake for intuition um, or, or, they, or they think that I am if I am worthy or or low enough, humble enough, then maybe other people will see my value. Um, Mm. But, but other people don't determine your value. Um, You determine your value and it's not unspiritual to determine your own value. Mm -hmm. It's not unspiritual to determine your own value. When I first posted about my, my program on Facebook, I pulled out a quote from the course itself and it and it says uh, so many people, spiritual business owners, focus on being humble that they forget to be worthy. This course addresses that, um, mm. and that's that's absolutely true. You know, um, you humility. People confuse worthiness with humility all day long, every day, especially spiritual, holistic business owners. Um, and they, I don't think I don't think people understand the distinction. You know, like it's okay for me to have a certain amount of money to a certain extent. Um, but once I get past that, once I get next to that cap, um, then I unconsciously slow it down or stop it, for example. So mm-hmm. I think it's really good to practice feeling good about money, about receiving money any way you can. You know, I, I recommend books, spiritual books to people on this topic. Um, I recommend, you know, all kinds of stuff, you know, you know, even Course in Miracles. Abraham Hicks is fantastic for that. I mean, if you can level up your vibration around money, your business will automatically shift, and you won't even have to work on it. Um, mm-hmm. People are people are more likely to buy from you. Um, they're actually buying from your entire energy. They're they're buying from your feelings of worthiness or not. If you're not in receptive mode because you feel unworthy. Um, or you know then then people aren't going to feel a draw to work with you you know yeah. people feel a draw to work with you when you're feeling good about yourself so feeling good about yourself is imperative it's completely important and it can't be trumped you know um mm-hmm. it, it it has to happen so this i mean you know let's let's do a let's prove it really quick with the case in okay. point anything okay. that you like doing in your business Let's say it's blogging. Let's say you really like to write. I, if you really enjoy it, I bet it comes out pretty easily. You know, um, if you don't like to write but you think you should be writing, well, then maybe it's kind of harder to do. But maybe you force yourself to do it because you think you should be. So right then and there, that level of resistance that someone feels um, to doing it, something that they think they should be doing, is going against the grain right there. You know, um, we're, so in other words. That if, you, if we step back, if you like doing something, um, it's really easy to do and it flows out easily. So, so the thing is, well, let's take inventory. How how can I start feeling better about more things um, in my business? 
You know, what, what, what do I like to do most in my business? What can I focus on that really makes me feel fantastic in my business? Even though I might not be tending to other, to the, all the other aspects that might need my attention, but they might not need my attention right now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so why should I, why should I lower my energy to, to work on it right now, unless it has to be done this second. So in other words, Focusing on the things that feel better um, actually moves you forward uh, more than some of the things that um, you feel are a, are a blockage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's one approach. Another, so focusing on the things that feel feel good and feel better moves you forward and and makes you more attractive to people. Um, another approach is I've already kind of touched on, which is if you feel a block and it feels good to surrender it or question it, which I recommend because it's, it's our responsibility to dismantle our fears. I say stop and ask yourself, what is it that I'm afraid of? What is it that I'm resisting right now? Um, you, you know, uh, and wait for your mind to produce an answer. It could be within the next couple of days um, or you might get it immediately. But whenever we're feeling fear, um, I mean, I wouldn't run away from it with busyness. Um, you know, I, generally it's better to, to, to face it and to take a, some kind of a step through it if it feels good to do so, right? If it feels, it's like, you know what, I'm going to face this thing. I'm ready to kick its ass. Take that mm-hmm. step, right? If that's the path of least resistance, take that step. Um, if you feel blocked in your business, you say, well, what would it feel good to do right now in my business? You know, if it's not working on the fear, maybe it's working on something else. If that feels better, then that's the path of least resistance. So we're looking for that path of least resistance in our allowing to to make ourselves more receptive. So your your receptivity is based on following that path of, of least resistance. It's not, I repeat, it's not the path of least resistance to keep bringing up the same old crap every time, time and time again, puttering along. Um, and that just keeps it alive. That just keeps it awake. And, um, you know, if you can feel better with it, maybe smooth it out, I get it. But, but generally, I think you know where I'm going. There's, there's a difference between staying in a cycle uh, that keeps you stuck and that being self-sabotage versus addressing something to get through it and get free from it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know it's it's interesting you know what i what I would hear it's like you know even though you're my husband <laughs> I'm still gonna ask you tough interview questions that's fine, yeah, I like that okay, good no, I think that you you've already kind of answered this one, but what if I have such a strong resistance to spelling? I just think it's awful, it's smarmy it's it's no good and and I have tremendous amount of fear around it, and I just can't get through it. What do you suggest to those folks? For what, sales or? Yeah, sales. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, my God, it comes down to the time where I'm supposed to ask them for money, and I have so much anxiety, I can't even, I can't even begin to, to, to do it. Or I, or in the same vein of that kind of thing, is that I have so much anxiety about it that when I go to ask, there is a feeling of a complete disconnect and I lower my prices 
what do you what kind of suggestions do you have for people who just who have that kind of fear around selling that's that's so potent because we can't necessarily ignore that so what do you say to that well ask themselves uh there's a number of different things that that somebody could do um i think for me the path of least resistance at first was to write my prices down and let them look at my price sheet and then ask a question um that way that way i'm having i'm getting to talk less about money um or when i had when i had more of a problem talking about money i talked less about it um and you're not you're not as likely to negotiate <clears throat> your self-worth when your prices are written down um so that's, that's a really a quick that's a really quick fix for that is to design mm-hmm. a system that makes it easy for you to not fall into that very pitfall you just described um okay. That, that that's that's what this whole thing is about is having a this this whole course is about having a system that helps you to avoid those pitfalls um and that's exactly what I show you how to do in the course um beyond that um you know maybe do some re self reevaluation and and ask yourself, well, do I really want to be doing this? Do I really want to be a business owner? Do I really want to accept money for my services? Maybe I just want it to be a hobby. Um, you know, maybe I could work for somebody else doing my services where they handle the money. I mean, those are other options too. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, bulldozing through it is, is really for the brave, the people who, who no matter how long it takes, they will not be stopped by fear. They, they're determined to find a way around it. And there is a, there's always a way around fear. It's never as big as you think it is. Um, it's just, it's just an illusion. So, yeah, that's my answer on that. Good. Yeah, I, I I agree completely. And there there are other ways to get around it too. I know that when we when we had our clinic, we would negotiate the pricing and then have them talk to our receptionist and pay her. And then you know that took us out of it all the way, just like you would do at a doctor's office. And you may or may not be at that level. And it, by the way, it's not hard to be at that level to have a receptionist or have somebody take your money for you. It's, you know, that's, it's, it's right. much easier than you think. And, and having that second party that's helping you to just continue having that professional part because having an office yeah. outside of your home, having a receptionist, I mean, even the small things like having a sign-in sheet hot where they have to put the time in that they came in and, the different things like that, those are all sales elements that you may be completely unaware of. When you go to a doctor's office, they have a sales system from the time you park your car in the parking lot all the way through the entire thing. And, by the way, if you haven't noticed, no doctor ever gives a guarantee, ever. So if that's something that you have in you at all around, yeah, but, you know, they need to know that I'm going to help them and, and I, we, we are going to fix this thing. No, no, they don't because, and that is not a sales tactic. That's, that's a, that would be a poor sales tactic to say, well, I'm going to help you get through your problem. You have no control over that. And that's the thing. They're only paying for your time. So when a doctor can't give a guarantee who's had 150 years 
of medical school training, and you're still going to, you know, that person would still be paying them, you know, $500 every time they see them or whatever kind of exorbitant amount they, they charge, that my mind goes to where is my self-worth if my session is $150 and I'm trying to give them the entire world. They've already been trained on what to expect from a place like that. So if you have all of that, those psychological components, and I'm, again, this is not being smarmy. This is just doing what people tend to be comfortable with. And then, you know, that can be a part of the process too. And I hope that that's helpful and not harmful or make, or I hope I didn't go too far off the rails here, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it, it's, it's, can be really good to, if you're not comfortable, is having that little bit of a cushion, you know, just like the sales sheet, just like the the pricing sheet. Those are all things in many ways to help you feel comfortable and feel safe with being able to sell in a authentic way. I agree. Yeah, and having somebody else take your money um, who's working for you, that, that's another fantastic idea. So let's see. Is there anything else? And, and this is something that I kind of put into the summary here. Um, change how you work with people to help them understand value and invest with you to help them change their life. So it's, it, it goes back on to them in a way and that's if you we're always putting the ball back into their court and every step of the way and I think that this is one of those authentic selling pieces and you can elaborate more Todd which is responsibility back to them you know they're not paying you to take responsibility for their happiness you are you are then okay all right here we go we've got the investment you're paying for my time here's here's what we got and we can use this time any way that you want you know, but ultimately, um, they have to understand that value at some point and in order for them to invest and to, for them to be able to change their lives. And I say them change their lives because there, there can't be responsibility either way. You know, I, I, cha- I changed your life, you know, or I, I'm responsible for your life not changing. That's a tremendous amount of pressure. Is there anything you have to say about that? Yeah, um, accountability. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you – I mean, if you have an a, emotional service um, where you're helping people transform, this is especially important. Um, but even if you don't, that's okay. When you're – if you're doing your intake with people and they're gunning you with questions, then they're in control and they're in their mind. Um and that's that puts you in a in the passenger seat, and that's not where you're supposed to be. Uh, you're supposed to be in the driver's seat, and that means you're asking the questions. You're drilling down on them, all right? Now, they can ask questions, and you can answer them, but then you follow it up with the question because the intake process is about is – about, um, it's not about selling features, <laughs> um, which is what a lot of people do. The self low self worth tends to come out as over explaining features, um, and maybe giving discounts or free sessions. Uh, but then, 
you know, when you level up your mindset a little bit, then you get into like selling benefits, which is what's in it for them, right? Um, and then better yet is remembering that the intake process is about em- uh, engaging them emotionally, meaning asking those important drill down types of questions to find out what their deepest why really is. Okay. And then once you find out their deepest why, well, it's just, it's your job to know what you need to do, how, how your service links up with, with helping them with that, you know? So it's a matter of going deep with people, uh, asking them to take responsibility for their change and, um, you know, not letting them uh, call the shots. So this is, I mean, I go into this in detail uh, in the course, but but you have to posture people in a completely authentic, non-threatening way, a way that feels easy to weed out the people who aren't ready for change. Now, our service was hypnotherapy and emotional change work, which required people to get into their emotions. And if they weren't in their emotions enough, if they if they weren't accessible enough, I would let go of that client. Now, maybe mm-hmm. your business is not there. Maybe your business isn't in that field where you need to do emotional work with people. Um, but if it is, um, like for me, it was essential to find out where they were at emotionally and to find out if those emotions are accessible before doing therapy with them. So mm-hmm. that was one small way that I qualified people's readiness to do work with me is if they could access their own emotions. How open were they to talk about what was really going on in their life? Could they let down their defenses? So asking the right kinds of questions helps to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And then you find out really quick if that client is ready to do work or not. You know, yep. you find you, you find out really quick um, how committed they are to their, are they committed to their why? Are they committed to their dream? Are they committed to doing, uh, changing, experiencing positive change? Or are they here for a novelty sort of a coupon visit? You mm-hmm. know, so your job on the intake is to is to transform them if they're ready. Your intake should be uh, qualifying. Okay, is this person the right person for me to work with, or are and they, are they ready for, to work with me, or are they not ready to work with me? You know, and I'm willing to bet that I'm willing to bet that a lot of holistic business owners probably won't. I could be wrong on this, but if you're going to get a dud client, it's probably going to look like somebody who is either too closed and not ready to do the work with you and maybe tests your boundaries a little bit or uh, somebody who is in a uh, different kind of a victim state to where they are um, kind of rolling over and asking you to scratch their belly, you know, um, Mm -hmm. and sort of manipulating with pity and that kind of thing until to where you are rolling over and, and, doing what they need. Now, they might not be doing this maliciously, and I think a lot of victims don't, but that's not necessarily an ideal client either, you know. Uh, they're both situations to where a client may not be ready, and you have to qualify them with your boundaries, with your worth in place, intact, and with your pricing intact, 
and completely politely and unauthentically. You know, there's there's no part of needing to compromise yourself uh, in order to find out what you what you need what you need to do and who you need to work with. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah, that makes total sense. Total sense. And let's let's take, talk for a couple minutes about. Well, first off, how will they be able to get your program when the time comes? When the time comes, um, there'll be. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll let people know how they can access it. It'll be accessible on holisticspeakersguild.com, um, and there will be a special area uh, available for them to get it. Uh, but it won't be out until probably uh, the first week of September. Somewhere, somewhere in there, because there's a lot of other things going on right now um, mm-hmm. to prepare for that. But we're, I'm in launch mode right now, and I'm marketing it and that kind of thing. And and people are doing mini courses on the on the curriculum and finding out what it's about and that kind of thing. But um, probably around September 7th, somewhere in there, it'll be officially out. Awesome. And you know. What is, I think we can put out there, if you guys want to join the Holistic Speakers Guild group, there is a free group out there that is um, www.facebook.com slash HSG Light, L-I-T-E. And you can go out there, ask to join that group. You'll definitely hear about the program coming out there because when we work with people as speakers, we also want them to be able to sell from the stage and a variety of other things because a lot of them also still see individual clients and our programs on holistic speaker skills, a lot of those go toward and look at being able to increase your clients through being able to speak in public. So that's one way that you could get in touch with Todd. Is there any other ways that you would like them to get in touch with you if they're interested? Well, if they have, if they have questions, they can contact me on Facebook and, you know, just, um, you know, go to, you can just go to Holistic Speakers Guild page on Facebook, the business page, um, and you'll see the little black yin-yang sort of logo, and you can just message me through there, and I can, and I can contact you. Um, uh, otherwise, to learn more about the course, uh, I would say do the um, I would say do the uh, the mini course, and I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you what's in the course in the mini course. And I just posted the first video training on that yesterday, and that's also available on the Holistic Speakers Guild page business page on Facebook. Awesome, perfect. That way, we that way you can get started. You can get some free content before you're ready to invest in the program itself, and that's fantastic. So, I'm going to spend the last couple of minutes just talking about objections because I think that's one of the things that scares a lot of us healers. And listen, I'm not talking from this elevated state of I know everything and you know nothing. I'm talking from the when I'm speaking to you guys. I want you to know that I've been in those trenches and I've been in that fear and I have experienced what this system did for me. It actually took that my self-worth at that time, which was relatively low, out of the equation. Now, he's going to teach you how to increase your self-worth. But for me, I needed it to not be involved. 
And he gave me the system in order to be able to have a bad day, not like anything, and still be able to sell. And that's a, a very magical thing to be able to completely step out of that and say, okay, I haven't quite developed all that yet, but we need to make money. <laughs> and, and this system helped me step out of that. And then as a result of seeing all of the success, I then was able to go, oh, I'm proving it to myself. My self-worth is there. And then it, it grew and grew and grew and to, you know, where we were easily, and, and both of us were easily able to sell $1,000 multiple, multi-thousand-dollar packages to folks. So that's, you know, know that it's not coming from a place of judgment. It's coming from a place of, I know what that feels like. And that it's no good. It doesn't feel good. And it's not something that's a long-term um, positive thing for, for folks that want to make a real change in this world. So how, how do you answer some of the objections that folks have when they come in? Like, you know, I don't have enough money for this, or, you know, I've got to talk to my husband first, or, or yeah. that kind of thing. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest thing is, you know, if you, if you really feel a draw to it, and I'm giving, I'm giving over the next four weeks, I'm giving away tons of information about this course. I mean, if something is important enough, you, you do it, right? It's like, what's the cost for me? What's, what's the cost to my business if I don't do this program, if I want it? If I want this yeah. program, what's it going to cost my business if I don't do it, you know? So yeah. it's just a matter of prioritizing. I mean, think about it. Everything that you've wanted, whether it was a Christmas or, or birthday present you've given to yourself, um, everything that you've really wanted, you found a way to get it. You know, and and anything that you didn't really want, uh, it went it went away. You know, maybe it was an impulse buy. He decided, eh, I don't really need that. A week later, and didn't get it. So it, anything that you really want, you'll get. <laughs> and um, and just ask yourself, you know, what what the cost is. If you feel it in your gut, which I ask you to check in on multiple times during the course, actually to get through the course, um, you to do the same right now. You know, check in with your gut and say, do I, do I know I need to do this? Um, do, I need, do I want more information on it? And then move forward. I mean, the thing about any kind of coaching or program that you really feel resonant with is that the, the programs are designed to level up your mindset, uh, hopefully permanently, and essentially save you time. So, yeah, you might get there in, say, three years. Um, if you see enough clients and you have enough uh, business mindset, um, but you know a program like this that'll that'll cut down your learning curve by two years. It'll probably take you a year to get really good at this stuff versus three to five years, or maybe a lot longer, depending on how quickly or slowly you implement change uh, in your own self and in your own business. You know. So that's that's one thing I would say about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I kind of meant, <laughs> although that was phenomenal because you just did what what we would maybe do in a session with somebody. I kind of mean the objections that people would face. You know, if if they're the healer and they're in a session with somebody and they've they've given them the the pricing sheet and then that person started to have objections how to handle that, but. 
I think, I mean, we only have a, a couple minutes left, but if you have any ideas on, on if from a healer's point of view, what to do when people start giving them objections, that's what I meant to ask. So what I teach you in the course, um, in the Authentic Selling Certification course, um, I teach you how to design your intake to answer those objections as you're doing it before they even ask the questions actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's the whole point is to make your intake so smooth that it actually answers their questions while you're talking to them about your service and asking them about, about what they, about what they want and that kind of thing. So that way you're yeah. kind of taking the client with you and you're, you're uh, moment by moment, step by step and getting those affirmations. And anytime there's a kink in the chain, you, you address the objection right then and there, and then you move on. Now, if there's anything unexpected in terms of an objection towards the end, um, like when they're looking at a price sheet, for example, um, um, you can, if you have time to address it, uh, address it. Uh, you know, what's, 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 uh, what's stopping you? What do you think? Or that kind of thing. But, you know, the better you get at it, the more people are going to be ready to buy by the time you offer a price sheet. Um, and that's what this whole course is about, is about conducting your intake properly so that you are, you're, 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 you're beyond objections. I mean, objections, you can weed those out early on and uh, with, a couple of, with a couple of questions that get, gets to the crux of, is this, you know, is this client a dud? You know, for example, did they do their homework or not? Did you fill out the online intake form? You know, if you do that, you can. Um, and if they if they didn't bring in what I asked them to bring in before services, so I can collect a little bit of information, that tells me right then and there what what this work is in their in their priority level. You know, whether it's whether it's not a priority or or whether it's just something they forgot about or or what. That's a that's a that's a symptom. It tells me a little bit about where this person's at, how serious they're about change. The people who are the most serious about change are going to come in with all their homework filled out before they even get to the office kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're, they're going to write pages. And that information is helpful, um, but it's also, it, it's also going to tell me how committed they are. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, this person already put time into our meeting before our meeting. So, yeah. so I mean, I guess I'm really giving you a way to qualify people before they even come in but um so you're going to get fewer objections from people uh, if if you can qualify them earlier on you know Mm -hmm. um you don't want to convince people that they need your service you don't want to you don't want to do that if your website's messaging is done properly um the objections should be answered way ahead of time on the website before they even ask to to book a session with you that's not yeah. something you should even have to do during your intake. But mm-hmm. to, to to give you another answer, um, if you have time, you've done everything as best as you can, and you're still getting a couple questions at the end, if if you have time to answer those questions, answer them. If it moves the needle, um, great. Uh, you know, move forward. You know, uh, ask for the sale, or or you can say, hey, let's book one session. Um, if you want to, let's let's not do the package. Let's just maybe try one session if you want. Or if you have questions and we're out of time, you can just email me your questions, and then yeah. uh, and then I'll address them later on and get back to you in 24 hours. You can tell me what you think, you know. Yeah. But but generally, if someone still has objections, um, you you probably 
weren't getting your intake to the point to where you were uh, engaging them in emotional process because mm-hmm. they were still stuck in they were still stuck in their head. Yeah. So um, so that usually means not asking enough questions or not asking the right kind of questions or maybe the client's asking you more questions than you're asking them to get them into a process and those objections fall away as somebody feels safe enough to um to to let themselves go into an emotional process of experiencing why they're really there does that make right. sense yep yep yeah well it, it, we're we're completely out of time now, so the only folks that would be listening at this point would be those who are actually listening currently. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for being with us and for connecting with some of these ideas. And if you are interested in taking a look at these things, please let us know. Go out to Facebook. Go out to Holistic Speakers Guild Facebook page. And we'd love to answer any questions that you have. Also, you definitely want to go ahead and get that free uh, several-week training that is already in process. So thank you again so much. Thank you, Todd, for joining me today. And we will see you again next time. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. Yeah, totally fun. (laughs) This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening.